Welcome back to At The Buzzer. I am Tyler Fertel alongside my co-hosts, Andrew Lubliner, Campbell Klein, and Dean McComb. And today we have a very, very episode for you all. The NFL playoffs are finally beginning after week 18 last week, the first of its kind. And here are the wildcard matchups for this weekend. So in the AFC, the matchups are the number two seeded Chiefs versus the number seven seeded Steelers. The number three seeded Bills versus the number six seeded Patriots, and the number four Bengals versus the number five Raiders. And obviously, the bye team is the Tennessee Titans, who hold the number one seed. And in the NFC, it is the number two Bucks versus the number seven Eagles, the number three Cowboys versus the number six 49ers, and the number four Rams versus the number five Cardinals. And obviously, the bye team, the number one seeded team. It's Dean's favorite team, the Green Bay Packers, led by no one else other than Aaron Rodgers. So let's get straight into it. The first game of wildcard weekend is Saturday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. It is the five-seeded Raiders against the four-seeded Bengals, an AFC matchup. So who do you guys have in this matchup? Let's start it off with you, Andrew. Um. I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring matchup, uh, but my my prediction for this game is definitely the Bengals, just because their offense is too overpowered for the Raiders' defense. The Raiders' secondary is not very good. Um, I think the Bengals' offense is one of the best in the league, probably top five at this point, and Joe Burrow is going to sh- want to show out in his first playoff game. Same thing with Jamar Chase. He's probably going to have another like 80 RTD bomb. Or whatever, but yeah, I think I think it'll probably be a high scoring game. But I think the Bengals will definitely be able to take care of business because the rear defense isn't that good. And also, I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty cold there. And I saw a stat that uh, Derek Carr does not play well in cold weather. So Bengals all the way. So um, I'm going to agree with Andrew. I think this game could definitely be closer than some people think because. The Raiders needed, I mean, they didn't need a lot to happen for them to make the playoffs, but they definitely had to overcome a lot of adversity in the first place during throughout the season to even make the playoffs. So I think that people might be sleeping on the Raiders, but like Andrew just mentioned, the Bengals offense and especially their wide receiving core is absolutely stacked. You got Jamar Chase, offensive rookie of the year, undoubtedly. You got other weapons like Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins, not to mention who's had an amazing sophomore year. And obviously Joe Burrow, who's coming out and has a lot to prove because many people are doubting him after that ACL tear that he had in his rookie year. And he's definitely proved a lot of the haters wrong. So I agree with Andrew. I think the Bengals are going to win a pretty high scoring game, but don't be surprised if the Raiders have some tricks up their sleeves because they, they've proved game in game out that they can beat other tough teams like the chargers who they ended up being even get into this position, but I'm going to go with the Bengals too. Yeah. I hate to sound like a broken record, but I'm also going to go with the Bengals in a high scoring affair. I think this game could go upwards of maybe even 55 points. Joe Burrow's coming off that not only the two best games of his career, but maybe the two best quarterback games of the year he's averaging in his last two games, like, 470 yards and four touchdowns in each 80% completion percentage. It's just, he's playing on another level right now. And I don't think that the Raiders are going to be able to keep up with their offense. And I'm also going to go with the Bengals here. It's in Cincinnati. And my reasoning for this is like Andrew said, 
It's going to be cold in Cincinnati. The Raiders are not used to playing in the cold. And I think the Bengals are going to use their workhorse, Joe Mixon, along this game. I think because they have such explosive wide receivers and options down the field that they could go up early and that the Raiders secondary could definitely be leaning towards predicting the pass, leaving a lot of room for Joe Mixon uh, to make some plays. And I think that he can go for upwards of 125 yards and a touchdown to kind of carry this Bengals team to a win. But I also wouldn't rule out the Raiders, like Dean said. I think that they have a decent chance to cover the spread, which is right now at Bengals by 5.5. I think they keep it uh, within a one-score game. Um, but I have the Bengals coming out with the win here. So let's move on to the second matchup of Saturday. It is another AFC matchup. The six-seeded Patriots visiting the number three Bills. It is an in-division, it's an in-division uh, playoff matchup, two AFC East teams. So these teams split wins this past year with the Patriots winning the first game in Buffalo and the Bills winning the second game in New England. So we'll start with you, Dean, here. Who do you think pulls this one now? So definitely a very uh, controversial matchup between these two teams as they've had two very different outcomes scoring-wise in their two games that they played. Obviously, if you saw earlier in the year, one of the more iconic finishes to a game all season, the Patriots won with Mac Jones only completing two passes. But even with the rookie, only he's very limited uh, when he's passing, but I think the Patriots have uh, a very good chance at this game, and that's why I'm going to take them. Uh, I think the Patriots' run offense has been very, very dominant as of late. Damian Harris has been an absolute monster, especially in the red zone. And I think that Mac Jones is going to be able to throw over the top versus that he might be able to expose uh, some of the Bills, uh, maybe uh, linebackers and stuff like that. And obviously, Tredavious White out for the season, so they don't have their cornerback one, and that's the Bills. So I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Patriots in the freezing cold Buffalo weather in a very low scoring game. I think it could be very similar uh, to the first game that they played when Mac Jones only completed two passes. He only had to complete two passes and the Patriots still won that game. I think the defense will carry the Patriots to a low scoring game. I think that the Patriots will beat the Bills and I don't think either team will score over 20 points. Um, I'm also going to go with the Patriots in this game and I'm in semi agreement with Dean. I think this will be a low scoring game. And I think whichever team gets into the twenties is going to win this game. And I think one of the teams will, and I'm choosing that team to be the Patriots. I was reading earlier about, uh, Josh Allen in these past two weeks, I think he's completing 49% of his passes, which is awful, obviously. And the Patriots have, uh, they're holding opposing quarterbacks to the second worst completion percentage. So that's sort of a recipe for disaster with Josh Allen. And additionally in freezing cold temperatures, Josh Allen has the worst completion percentage in like the past 15 years or something egregious. I just think uh, Josh Allen is special, but these past two weeks have not looked great. He didn't look awesome against the uh, Patriots in his first game of the year against them. And I think the Bills defense is really, uh, or sorry, excuse me, the Patriots defense is going to get the job done for them. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to agree with what uh, everyone said so far. I got the pathway in this game just because I think that um, based on what we saw in the, in their first matchup, I know the Bills won the second matchup, um, but 
this will be more like the first one because of the weather and the way the game is played and the Patriots are going to run the ball. And even though the Bills know the Patriots were running the ball that whole first game, they still couldn't stop them. Uh, so I think it will be low scoring. Like uh, Dean and Campbell said, the Patriots run game is really good. And I think Mac Jones will come to play. Plus the Pats defense is fully healthy coming in this playoff game. I think it's going to be hard for the Bills to move the ball downfield since they don't really have much of a running game. They rely on the pass. And I think it's going to be hard for Allen to get you know big chunk plays and get the ball down the field so i think the the pats probably gonna win this game um it'll probably be a little more high scoring than that first matchup but i don't think uh it'll be uh i think it'll be a very close matchup but i think uh i gotta give that to the pats here I'm going to have to disagree with all of you. I'm going to take the Bills in this game. Like you guys said, Josh Allen has struggled with his arm in the past couple of weeks, but he's actually done a lot better with his legs. And in cold weather like this, I think that he's going to thrive even more with his legs. He can use his his arm and his passing game to help him on the ground. Uh, obviously, like Andrew said, they don't have the best running game, but... If I think I think that that Bills defense, which is allowing by far the least yards per game um, with, I think, like 270 and the second place teams like 300. So they're allowing by far the least amount of yards. If that Bills defense can hold the Patriots to 10 points, 15, 14 to max two touchdowns, I think the Bills win this game just because I think Josh Allen can make at least three or four plays with his legs that will be big plays. And I like, I like the bills chances in this game, but obviously cold weather is unpredictable. You don't know how both teams are going to come out. So I think it will be close, but I think that the bills have the upper hand just because on the offensive side, they have a little bit more experience and, uh, but you know what? Bill Belichick can work his magic. Maybe the Patriots will pull it out, but I like Josh Allen over Mac Jones. So I'm, I'm going with the bills in this game. So the next game on Wild Card Weekend is on Sunday, and the first game is Eagles at Buccaneers at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So I'll start it off here. I'm going to take the Buccaneers to win this game, but people are saying it's going to be a full-on blowout. ESPN predicted like 34 to 10. I think the Eagles hold a little bit higher of a chance than people expect. The Bucs are dealing with a lot of injuries. They lost Antonio Brown in that crazy outbreak. Um, but they're dealing with some injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Chris Godwin's obviously out, and I feel like the Eagles can cause a couple of problems for the Buccaneers, um, but still, I think Tom Brady and his playoff experience with Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans still on the field, I think that they can get it done, but uh, don't rule out the Eagles, and if there is an upset, don't be too surprised about that because especially with the Buccaneers, Jalen Hurts works his magic. Watch, watch. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I had him in fantasy. Watch. He's going to work his magic. Still not going to be enough to beat Tom Brady. We saw the Redskins play some of their best. Sorry, the Washington football team play some of their best football in wildcard weekend last year. And Tom Brady still like destroyed them. So, I mean, I'm taking I'm taking Tom Brady this game, but watch out for that Eagles upset. I think uh, they keep it within one possession at the end of the game. Maybe Tom Brady gets out to a huge lead. But you know what? I think that. I think I think it's gonna be close, but yeah, I got the Bucks. You know, I don't actually think Tyler's take on that was too too bad. I think that I have a prediction that the Eagles will start off the game very hot, and since the Bucks are very banged up on both sides of the ball, it the Bucks might be like a, a little caught off guard uh, to start uh, the playoff game. But 
in the end, I'm obviously going to have to take the defending Super Bowl champions. I don't think there's any way that the Eagles pull away with this game. If they do, that would be insane. I know, Tyler, you said don't be surprised if they do, but that would be like the most insane thing to ever happen in the play- in round one, at least. To add but- to a reason why the Buccaneers will win, the Eagles have not been the playoff team all year, so you kind of have to take Tom Brady. But I'm just saying, like, you never know. Like, the Eagles could come in against an injured team and maybe keep it close. I mean, just keeping that option open. Right. I'd, I'd say that I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles get off to maybe, like, a 10-3 start. But once that second half hits, I think it's all the Tom Brady show and the Bucks take over. So I'm going to take the Bucks by two or more scores in this game. Um, I think me and Cam are going to be in agreement on uh, this game. I'll keep it short and sweet. The Bucks are going to win. Tom Brady's not losing to a guy playing his first playoff game. They have home field. Defense is mostly healthy. Eagles haven't beaten a playoff team. I'm not sure why you think it's going to be that close of a game. The Bucs are going to win by at least two TDs. I mean, the Eagles, the best team they've been all year, has like seven wins. Like, and like, you can't expect that team to go into the GOAT's house defending Super Bowl champs. Like, they're going to be ready. Like, the Bucs aren't going to make, they aren't, they aren't going to, Brady's not going to be throwing these silly turnovers. Offensive line's not going to let them get stacked like 10 times a game. Like, there's not going to be any more like fluke games like that Jets game. Like, the Bucs are going to come to play and the Eagles, like, they're just simply not good. Their offensive line sucks. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to have to be he's going to be scrambling for his life. Uh, he's probably going to throw uh, at least one interception. Um, the Eagles' defense is awful, to say the least. They get no pass rush. So, yeah, expect Brady to throw for 300-plus. Bucks will put up 30-plus. Eagles don't score more than, like, 14-17. Easy dub for the, uh, for the Bucks. Excuse me. I like how passionate Andrew was on that. I agree with everything he said, except I think this game will be, I think, I think it could be a one score game. I'm, I'm envisioning sort of a repeat of last year's game, the Buccaneers versus the football team, where I think it was 31 to 23, but really the whole time it felt like Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were in control. It really didn't feel like there was any chance the football team won that game. So I think the score will reflect a closer game than it really was, but I think there's no way the Buccaneers lose this game. But for you gambling fiends out there, Tom Brady in his playoff career is 0-5 against the spread against uh, NFC East teams. So do with that what you will. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. How has he played? The and Oh, okay. Never mind. I was about to say, how is he okay, it's like all the five AFC, NFC yeah. East teams in the playoffs? But they're probably all the Giants, honestly. So, and then football team last year. Um, so let's move on to the next game, and it is the 49ers at the Cowboys. I know Drew is very, very excited about this game, but after the game, I don't know if he's gonna be very happy anymore. I'll I'll give my prediction in a little bit, but uh. Andrew, why don't you get us started here? I'm just going to say right now, I'm not as confident in my own team as named Tom Brady, uh, to be honest. I mean, it's a pretty tough matchup for the Cowboys. Um, the, Niners, the Niners are really good, and they don't really turn the ball over very much. And Debo's, Samuel's probably like one of the best players right now in the NFL, and they're hot. They've won a lot of their recent games. Just, they just beat the Rams in a big game. Um but at the end of the day, I'm taking Dak in the playoffs over Jimmy G any day of the week. I expect the Cowboys to create some turnovers. Um, and then the, Didn't you just say the 49ers don't turn the ball over. I know that's what I'm saying. 
but I'm saying the Cowboys defense is going to make them turn the ball over. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs will get a pick and then give up a nine. Micah Parsons will be Micah Parsons will be all over there. Will be all over the field. He's gonna probably get a strip sack on Jimmy Garoppolo calling it right now. Um, but yeah, also the Cowboys offense is gonna go crazy. They'll probably put up 30 plus. I think I think it'll be a I think it'll be a high scoring game. Probably what about are, them literally having like under 300 yards in every game in the past five games? They've been in the drought of Dak, the century. The past, that's not true. If you look at the past two games, um, the, uh, Dak has played some of his best football. He found his groove. He's in rhythm. Uh, I'm pretty sad about Michael Gallup, but Cedric Wilson's a dog. He's going to step in perfectly. Dalton Schultz is going to prove why he's a top five tight end for all you haters out there. He's an absolute maniac. He's ridiculous. He's the next Jason Wynn. He's the, he's, he's the future. He, he's honestly Dak's favorite target. <laughs> I'm just saying right now, the Cowboys off. He's leaving in the free agency. <laughs> no, he's not. They're going to give him the bag. Tyron Smith is back this week. Um, J. Ron Curse uh, is back this week. Cowboys are getting healthier. Tony Pollard's back this week as well. So yeah, they got they got everyone back. Plus at home, uh, they play so much better at home. Uh, if we get to a later, uh, if if they end up playing on the road in the playoffs, I'll probably not choose them because they're not good on the road. But at home, I, I like them at home. It'll probably be a close game, um, probably high scoring. But I, I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys at home. Um, that was very passionate. Andrew, I must say, a bunch of bold predictions sprinkled throughout that take, including Dalton Schultz is the next Jason Witten, and he's top five. Um, without further ado, here's my prediction for this game. Game five tight ends better right now. Okay. Yeah, one healthy, one fully healthy. Okay. Darren Waller, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews. You go, Tyler. You go. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. I'm taking Gronk over him when healthy. Why are you shaking your head? What do you mean? He's so much better. Schultz's numbers are much Kyle better. Pitts also, better. for the next, for the next, like for the next, like five years, Dalton, dude, Dalton Schultz is sort of okay. You'll see. He's gonna get a touchdown this weekend. He'll prove you guys. That doesn't mean he's top five. Okay. Anyways, I have to go back to my. Prediction. I was just proving a point. He's Dak's favorite target. He's open all the time. Okay, I have to go back to my prediction. He was a stud in fantasy. He was a stud in fantasy. Yeah, I know, but he wasn't better than Gronk in fantasy. Like he just wasn't. Either way. So back to the prediction. I think that there will be one upset and wait, wait, before you continue, TJ Hawkinson. Oh yeah, him too. Yeah, they're he's like, not a top five tight end. Tight ends. They're like seven tight ends. TJ Hawkinson's number. The top ten tight end. He's a top ten tight end. Top seven. You said top five. Anyways, um, where was I? I just lost my train of thought because of you, Andrew. Um, you but- said the Niners were gonna win. Yes, I basically I'm saying that there's going to be one. I think there's going to be at least two upsets. I already uh, called the Patriots over the Bills, and I'm going to call the Niners over the Cowboys for the NFC upset. Uh, yeah, I think that the, the Niners are super hot. They just came down 0-17 to 17 versus the Rams and beat them in overtime. Debo Samuel, he's going to be really hard to contain. I know you said that Micah Parsons is going to just be a menace and he's going to be all over the field, but I think that the Niners have a very, very solid offensive line. They got Trent Williams. One of the best left tackles, if not the best in all of football. And they also got a bunch of good blockers on their team. They got Kittle, obviously. They got one of the best fullbacks in the league. And yeah, I think that Eli Mitchell is also going to be able to show up. And also, you, I think you're forgetting. Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl. Dak hasn't. That's all I'm saying. I don't think, if, as long as Jimmy G doesn't have Jimmy one of Jimmy G's games, been to a Super Bowl throwing 15 passes a game. Like, he's not, he's not ready. He's not ready for the Cowboys defense. Okay. Either way, I think 
uh, that this is going to be a Jared Goff went to the Super game. Bowl. Yeah, I know, but he was playing well. I'm just saying. Either way, I think it'll be a relatively high-scoring game. And uh, yeah, I just like the I, I just like the Niners to beat the Cowboys. I think that the Niners are gonna be able to do enough to stop the Cowboys since Dak does have some of those games where he throws like two picks and he can't move the ball at all, and they just give it to Zeke, and Zeke gets these two-yard halfback dives down down the middle. Like it, that that doesn't work all the time. So I think that the Niners will be able to do enough and hold Dak to under about like 200 passing yards, 250 passing yards, and they'll be able to hold up the Cowboys. I've sort of been uh, zoning out, but I'll just tell you what I've been zoning out about. I can just imagine Dak Prescott just completely collapsing in this game, just folding under the pressure like you've never seen before. Just like he's he's going to he's going to bring the Cowboys to the red zone a few times and every time he's just going to throw like a blatantly awful pick. You're just going to see Dak Prescott on the sideline. He's going to have his head in his hands. He's just going to be beside himself, just completely crumbles under the pressure. I promise you, Andrew, on Sunday night, you're going to you're going to text me and be like, Dak Prescott's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Like he's going to just crumble under the pressure. I don't I don't even I don't even want to prove like any more points. The 49ers are going to win this game. The Cowboys are absolute flukes. They're awful. They got six free wins against terrible NFC East teams like. I don't, I don't, I don't care. They got six easy games. I don't even know if they won all of them. The Cowboys are flukes. They're losing this game. They won all of them. Adding, adding to what Campbell's saying. Imagine if the 49ers switch places with the Cowboys. Imagine that. Niners are in the hardest division. Cowboys in the easiest division. Niners came third in their own division. Cowboys came first in their own division. If you flip them, it would be the same thing. Cowboys would finish third in the NFC West and the Niners would finish first. Therefore, Despite that saying, I'm taking the 49ers, like uh, Dean and Campbell. You just um, you just basically said that the teams are equal. That makes zero sense. I didn't say that they're equal. I'm <laughs> it saying makes that no sense. Saying one team would finish, saying both teams would finish first in one division and both teams would finish third in the other. Yeah, just because doesn't because make that's sense. how because that's how I think they compare to the teams in each division. They are both worse than the Rams and the Cardinals, but they are both better than the rest of the NFC East teams. It's that simple. But still, I'm taking the 49ers just because they. I think they've shown down the stretch that they can beat good teams. Um, they beat the Rams in this final game. They've really caught – I mean, they really played their best football last week, and that's a great thing when you're heading into the playoffs. Uh, um, so especially with Debo Samuel, I think obviously Trayvon Diggs has been burned at, uh, on like sharp route running, and that's, that's really been where he's been burned the most. Um, he's been – catching those picks where he's usually in the wrong position. It's just a badly thrown ball and he gets there sometimes like against the chargers, for example, I mean, he's, he's, in not, a great he's not, he's not all pro pick. for no reason. He's like, he should not be an all pro. I'm, I'm just like, he's given up the most yards of any cornerback this season. How does it make sense? He's an all pro. That's not an all pro thing, but that's for another, that's for another conversation. He does have the most picks in the league. So I can respect that, but I still don't think that all those picks are because he's playing good football. Some of them are because he's being underthrown, and one of them he got a pick and then got burned for 80 yards. But um, I'm taking the 49ers in this game. I think that Debo Samuel will do great in both the passing game, and I think he'll be a factor in the running game. They did get back Elijah Mitchell, who has been underrated, to say the least, this year. He's been extremely efficient. He rushed for, like, over 800 uh, yards in, like, under 10 games, which is very, very good, especially for a rookie. Um, So I think that 
that 49ers run offense is kind of back. They've always thrived on that in the past. I think it's back there with Elijah Mitchell and Debo uh, Samuel. I think Trent Williams is going to be on Micah Parsons, if I'm correct. Or does Micah Parsons I mean, play Micah Parsons play, uh, plays every uh, position on defense. So, I mean, he's going to be all over the field. As I said, he's going to be in pass coverage. He's going to be on George Kittle. He's going to be attacking Debo Samuel for loss on those terrible jet sweeps that they're going to try to run. He's going to be in the backfield. Him, Randy Gregory, so and Marcus Lawrence are going to eat listen, Jimmy might, G alive. They might want to sub him in for Dak in the second half after Dak throws three first half picks. Honestly, Honestly Micah Parsons is probably untackable. That's probably a good option. They should put I think, him on offense. I think, personally, I think the, the 49ers are more ready for playoff-like competition um, with their better division, and I like their chances in this game. Their offense has been much better down the stretch, and... I like their defense more than the Cowboys, so I'm taking okay, them. Okay, before we wrap this up, let me just ask one question. How are you so, like, you, you didn't mention one thing about an offense that put up 50 points in two games this year, and they're just coming off of a 50-piece. They How? played in one of the games. Okay, let's look at the two it games where they put up 50. It takes some skill to put up 50 points, though. Yes, you don't but just they put played, up 50 points the, the, doing nothing. The Washington football team was statistically the worst defense in the league. It's clear as that they didn't have their best player in Chase Young. I don't even remember if they had Montez Sweat. They, they were statistically the year. worst team in the league. The, I mean, the watching like what the Eagles put up 30, 40 on them. Like, all right, we got to wrap this. We got to wrap so this one up. But and then it, in the other game, and then the other one was against the Eagles when they had their whole practice squad in. That yeah, I mean, mean we had our practice squad in too. I mean, Cooper Rush. Okay, went hey, guys, I don't, I don't let's care. Move, on, on, move on, next game, next game. Okay, let's move on to the next game, and it is going to be a blowout. I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but it is Steelers at Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Um, I'm going to say this. It's big. It's going to be Big Ben's last game. I hope he has fun. I hope Najee Harris helps him have fun, but the Chiefs are going to kill him. Like, there's nothing else to say. Like, Chiefs at home in the playoffs against a bad opponent, you're not going to beat them. So, uh, yeah, I got I got Chiefs in two quarters, personally. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the Chiefs are winning this game, and there's no other way to put it. But that's all I have to say. The Chiefs are winning this game. I'm not even going to say who's winning this game. I'm just going to say I'm looking forward to Chase Claypool's Instagram post after the game. Yeah, I think I think it'll be surprisingly close, but the Chiefs will not lose. Um. Okay. It's big. It's going to be Big Ben's last game. They're going to come to play. Also, they can't stop the run, so Najee will run all over them. But they're just like the Steelers can't put up more than twenty points, and the Chiefs will probably. Drop, Dude, they like, blew them out like three weeks ago. I don't understand. Like the game was over they, in the first quarter. It was they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're, the Steelers are gonna come to play. Like they're gonna come to play. Like they're not gonna lose. Like they're probably gonna lose by like two TDs, but it's not gonna be like an insane blowout. I saw some. I mean, the Chiefs have like a mediocre run defense. Like it's not great but it's not terrible i don't when think you're facing Najee Najee. harris i don't think Najee harris on his own will beat the chiefs though like it's just really, it's just not gonna happen i don't really know if this is a hot take but i think the steelers have a better chance of beating the chiefs than the eagles do beating the Bucks. okay that's i disagree personally but um okay let's move on to the game of the weekend at least in my opinion at least in probably most nfl fans opinions it is an nfc west matchup between the five-seeded cardinals and the four seeded Rams. And I mean, there's not much to say about this. This game is going to be close. It's in LA this past weekend. There seemed to be more 49ers than Rams fans in the stadium. I can't really be talking because I'm a Chargers fan, but that happened. 
First of all, do we think that's going to happen with Cardinals fans? And what do we think is going to be the result of this game? As much as I want to pick the Cardinals in this game, um, I think they've been very inconsistent this year, especially Kyler. He's had he's had a lot of games where he rushes for like two touchdowns and throws for two or three touchdowns in a game. But he also has those games where he throws for one touchdown and has three, two to three picks. So I think that the Rams defense will definitely be very disruptive. They've been getting better and better every single week since Von Miller was traded to them. And yeah, I just think that the Rams are more complete, more of a complete team. I think Matthew Stafford will be able to outduel Kyler Murray. And I think that they're just more ready for the Cardinals. The Cardinals are still banged up on the offensive side. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, Andrew said he's questionable. I highly doubt he's going to play. He's been literally banged up every single game this year. Um, and either, even if he does play, I still like the Rams to win because he wasn't, re- he hasn't really been that much of a game changer for the Cardinals this year. And yeah, I think that Matthew Stafford will be able to do his job. Hopefully he doesn't throw too many stupid picks like he did in week 18 versus the Niners or else things can get out of hand quickly for the Cardinals or sorry for the Rams. But I think that Matthew Stafford will keep everything on under control and the Rams will take this one. Um. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Dean. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think Matt Stafford, more than Kyler Murray at least, understands like the importance of this game. Matt Stafford's really like playing for his legacy in this game, essentially. I think he's 0-3 in his playoff career, and everyone's always used the excuse, oh, he was in Detroit, oh, he didn't have a good team surrounding him. It's not his fault he couldn't win. But people have sort of like – people – when they think of the past 10 years and good quarterbacks, a name that comes up a fair amount is Matt Stafford. And uh, this year he doesn't have any of those excuses. He has a great defense, good weapons. He's got everything he really needs to win this playoff game. And I think he's going to understand the importance of that and uh, come ready to play. Um, I'm going to have to go against both of you guys. I'm pretty torn on this game though. Like I think, I think this might be like an, like an overtime game. I think it's going to be a similar type of game to the Rams Niners game last week. Um, but the reason why I go with the Cardinals is just because I think Kyler Murray's trying to cement himself as a top 10, maybe even top five quarterback, uh, in the near future. And I think he's going to ball out. The Cardinals are really good on the road, regardless of whether they have the hop or not. He's kind of been ineffective the entire second half of the year. Uh, the Cardinals defense has been playing really good lately. Um, and I think uh, they're also getting Rondo Moore back, which is really good for Kyler. But I think it's going to be hard for the Rams events to bring down Kyler just because of his scrambling ability. Um, and they should get James Conner back uh, for playoffs. And uh, Chase Edmonds will be healthy. So they're going to have both their running backs. Um, and if their offensive line can hold up for a little bit, I think I think the offense will be able to put up a lot of points. And then for the Rams offense, like I love watching the Rams. Cooper Cup's like one of my favorite players in the NFL now. He's he, – was so good for me fantasy, but I just, I just don't trust Stafford. He's, he hasn't really been in many of these types of games. Um, and I think Kyler is more of a chip on their shoulder, and I think there's going to be a lot of Cardinals fans there. They won't have much of a, Rams won't have much of a home field advantage, and I think it'll definitely be a close game. But uh, I kind of like the Cardinals in this one. Both teams are coming off deflating Week 18 losses: Cardinals to the Seahawks, obviously Rams to the 49ers. But I'm going to go with the Rams just because I think that with that a little bit more experience, I mean, I I guess it's not more experience. Cardinals have Zach Ertz and A.J. Green, but I feel like the Rams just, I don't know, Sean McVay kind of brings that winning mentality there where Cliff Kingsbury hasn't been in the playoffs before. So 
I just feel that Sean McVay and that defense, which I mean, they, they, they've stood up in the past in the playoffs. Aaron Donald is a different beast in the playoffs. So I just think that that Rams defense will be able to hold Kyler Murray, who was without still a couple weapons. Like we said, Dontre Hopkins is questionable, but I think that um, they'll be able to hold them to enough points to let Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup do their work. I think Cooper cup has, this is crazy, but I think he has one of, if not the best, one of the best games of the season, which is, would be, I mean, I don't even know what that would be like upwards of, 10 catches, 150 yards, and one to two touchdowns. I think that he will have a huge game for the Rams. Obviously, the Cardinals have a great run defense, so the Rams run with Sonny Michelle and Cam Akers might not be there all the time, but Matthew Stafford in the playoffs, he's going to rely on his most uh, reliable target. It's going to be Cooper Cup, and I think that the Rams will pull it out at home despite maybe not having the most fans there. I think that uh, just because I, I believe in Sean McVay personally, um, I think that he's a really, really, really good coach, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced on Cliff Kingsbury's play calling yet. And Kyler Murray has not had the greatest second half of the year, so um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams in this game. Um, as a kind of shot clock segment, but just a quick two word answer from everyone here: Who do we think is going to be our wild card MVP of the week? Campbell, we'll start with you. Whoa. Um, okay. Let me think. This is, this has been sprung on me. Um, you know what? Joe Burrow. All right, Dean. Mike Evans. Andrew. Kyler Murray. And for me, I'm going Debo Samuel. So that will do it all for at the buzzer. Andrew's obviously like mad change, about my I'd pick. like to change my answer to Dalton Schultz. Thank you. Okay. 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 That will do it all for At The Buzzer. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy a lot of football this weekend. Um, it's going to, there are going to be some great games throughout Saturday, Sunday, and on Monday night. So I'm excited to watch. I hope you all are excited for, to watch. So make sure to follow us on both Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you next time.